Napa know-how. Any car brave enough to withstand a decade's worth of multi-state family voyages is worth treating to some quality parts and Napa know-how. Coolant for the Death Valley trip, wiper blades for the Pacific Northwest, air fresheners for the Southwest chili cook-off. Yeah, with some quality parts and a little Napa know-how, you can keep your road warrior running longer, stronger, for many more vacations to come. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. come back the Vavaksake is back we're going to return for a few episodes a few mini episodes throughout the off season detailing big events and big off season signings and so forth we're here at the AFC Champions League for the final group stage game Melbourne Vigi versus Gambra Osaka we're here immediately after the game you may be able to hear the the post the post game songs horses have just come on you might be able to hear the crowd. They're going nuts right now because Melbourne Victory have just progressed from the, the group stages for the first time in our 11-year history, history. It's 2-1 for Melbourne Victory. So what we're going to do, we're going to talk about the game and we're going to chat a little bit about Archie Thompson's retirement because we can't really let that go by the wayside. We're going to chat about that. So with Dale Braithwaite's horses in the background, joining me is the man of the people, Buds. Buds, how are you, mate? Mate. We didn't do it the easy way, but this is dream time now. It's Daryl, Southend going spare. Victory go through to the round of 16. I mean, wow, what a, what, a, what a good first half it was and a tense second half it was. And to get through that's just jubilation. I'm so happy. So we're immediately after the game. We're a little bit weathered. We feel a little bit drunk, but we're going to press on. We're going to chat about the game. Firstly... What did you make of the Gambra Saka performance? They brought out a second squad, a second tier squad. What do you think of that? Uh, I didn't think they came to win or do anything in the first half. They really were a bit pedestrian. Um, oh, listen to that. Um, they really didn't come out for the win. They didn't really come to play. In the second half, their mindset must have changed. Then, when they felt like they were going to get a sniff, they really started pressing us, and it worried the shit out of me, to be honest. They were quite quick. Um, you'd expect it from a Japanese team. They were pretty tight and compact, but they just didn't really have a threat on goal. So I didn't think we exploited them too much. That first goal of the victory score was through Bessar Barisha. Very early on in the piece, it was, it was very tense, the, uh, the, the opening stages. Uh, Su Wong scored at the same time. They scored about five minutes before us. Um, in the first, for the first goal at least. So at that stage, we were actually behind in the the standings for the for the group stage. Uh, I would say a pretty blatant handball. Would you agree? Yeah, yeah, pretty blatant handball penalty all day, and um, Barisha slotted it away nicely. Pretty much the only thing he did for the game. I thought it was one of Bess's worst games I've seen for us. He was uh, he was pretty shit, and when it counted, uh, he was slow. He wouldn't pull the trigger. He fumbled when he was getting on goal, and he, he fair play to him. He took the penalty, stood up, took it. Brilliant. I'm just gonna let it, I'm just gonna let Daryl play out for just a moment.
Okay, back to me, buds. Back to me. <laughs> Their second goal. It's a fairy tale. We've already witnessed a fairy tale already this morning with Leicester winning the Premier League. But our own very own fairy tale, Melbourne victory. Archie Thompson retired. He retired. Like he was sacked. We'll talk about that in just a moment. He was sacked on the weekend. But he came back and he scored a goal to essentially seal the game for Melbourne victory and make sure that we we're advancing from the Champions League group stages. What did you see of Archie's goal? I saw a lot of Costa Barbarousis in that goal. He was fucking superb for that. His change of pace, Costa's change of pace tonight was insane. He's the fastest man on the pitch, the best man on the pitch. Um, let me, I'm, I'm pointing here, the viewers aren't going to see that. Uh, on the east stand side, Costa was in a one-on-one -on -one duel, won the ball, could have gone down, stayed up, fucking sprinted, had the ball, put in a fucking ball right across the box, on a sixpence, onto the great man's boot, and he buried it. Uh, I was a bit, um, as Kevin Musket walks to the south end to celebrate and say thank you, um, it could have been one of those moments where Archie barreled it straight into the keeper, but put it away for a fairy tale. And I mean, we had 10,104, I think, here tonight. We just let the Super Kev chant ring out. So that's the atmosphere in the South End right now. Jubilation across the board. A very good turnout from both the South and North Ends. Obviously only 10,000 here today, but the South and North Ends were packed to the brim. And here's an Archie Thompson chain. Let's just let, let's let that go. We'll walk over here, buds, because it's a little bit noisy around here. So we want to get to a place that's a little bit more, a little bit more quiet. And we want to talk about the Archie Thompson retirement slash sacking, because it was, in all intents and purposes, it was a sacking. Buds, it was a sacking, wasn't it? He had the, he had the, reti he had the retirement speech. I'll just hold on here. Isn't it tough to that go to next round? Yeah, we're through. No, we're not. Yeah. Uh, no, it's head to head. It's not goal difference. What do you mean? So, cha Champions League, is there, is there goal difference? Live score is wrong. Live score doesn't take into account head to head. They get two ones. They've got a better head to head record against two ones. But it's not to take away anything away from Archie, but it was a sacking, wasn't it? Oh, well, yeah, he didn't have his contract renewed. He still wanted to play and he was told there wasn't going to be a contract for him. So uh, Archie would feel like it was a sacking, yeah. And you could tell... The, um, the press conference started in a positive manner, but and Archie was very emotional, as he would be. But then you could see, as Di Pietro and Kev started talking and Archie was in the middle, he kind of sat back in his chair, folded his arms and just looked down into his lap. So you could, you could tell that he wasn't, he wasn't happy about the decision that was being made. I think that we've discussed in the podcasts that 
Archie is the type of person who's going to play for as long as he can. He's not going to make the decision on his own. He's going to be the one who's going to have the decision made for him. Yep. And, and Musket made that decision for him. Obviously, he played a really good game tonight. He's bought himself two more games in the round of 16. One home game and one away game. After that, just to clarify for people who don't know, after the round of 16, the victory can change their squad up. So what that means is that Archie will come out, Barbaroussas will come out, Del Pierre will come out. Uh, I think the difference between the round of 16 uh, being at the end of May, which I think will be the mid-May, and also towards, uh, I think that the the semi the quarterfinals rather will be uh, towards August area. So there's enough. There's there's enough chance for victory to sign new players and stuff like that. But what that will mean is that this, regardless of what happens, if we progress or not, Archie Thompson, his final two games will be in the round of 16. Well, that, it's already on the screen. It's already on the big screen here and all the TVs around the stadium. Uh, the round of 16 game, Tuesday, May 17th. The club are already marking it, marketing it as Archie Thompson's final home game for the Melbourne victory. So there's only 10,000 here tonight. If you've been one of those guys watching on TV, Get down to this one. It's big and it's last. It is going to be Archie's last ever home game, no matter what happens. That's right. Let's walk. Let's walk in. There's a lot of the crowd behind us right now. Everyone's chanting. Everyone's happy. It's a Tuesday night. Everyone's looking at us like, are you guys the podcast guys? We are the podcast guys. What's your favorite Archie Thompson moment, buds? Uh, 5 0. Probably the 5-0. Uh, actually, the, yeah, the 5-0 in Sydney. Uh, sorry, sorry. I, I, can't, I can't hear myself here. The 5-0 against Sydney at Olympic Park when he tore them up in season one. Let's get some crowd reaction because right now we're walking amongst the crowd. We're recording the podcast. We're right here. Petro. Here. What? 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 What's your favourite? Ar- everyone's everyone's shy. Bachman, what, what's your favourite Archie Thompson moment? Probably when I had a four-way with him and two sluts. <laughs> <laughs> That's going on the podcast. That's going on the podcast. That's going on the podcast. That's just going on the podcast. I'm sorry. I would say my favourite Archie Thompson moment would be the uh, the Christmas derby in which he scored the winner. So that was a very good moment. It's going to be sad to see him go. I feel like it is the time for him to go, though. He was tapped on the shoulder by Kevin Musket, but I feel like that's still the time for him to go. We're going to round off this, uh, this special episode of Fuck's Sake. We're talking a bit of Roadhouse news because there is a bit of a deafening, or a bit of an undeniable rumour mill right now that Marco Roadhouse might be returning to the Melbourne victory that he might be returning to the Melbourne victory. What do you think about that? Uh, there's a bit of smoke there. Uh, I don't know how much fire there is, but there's been... A, I've heard it and seen it from three or four different sources now. So uh, definitely the player we need. Uh, not a like-for-like Costa replacement, but uh, um, very handy. We know what we're getting. Proven at this level. Uh, could only be coming back a better player. Can't say I've seen anything of his in the last two years, but... Um, by all reports, he hasn't been shit over there, so um, could could be a good thing. Boys, come over here. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the Wedge crew is with us, and they 
Actually, <laughs> we've got a bit of a dispute here over who started horses, the ledge crew or, or buds are over here. Was it, was it Miss Courts? There's no Miss Courts here. No, okay. He's not here. Uh, we're doing a bit of it. We're, we're pandering to the, the, the Vuck's sake, listeners. What's your favourite Archie Thompson moment? Jack Delaney over here. Uh, five goals, definitely. Or winner in the derby. I don't know. Yeah, There's derby too many. for sure. Derby. Yeah. <laughs> Fan- fantastic insight. Fantastic insight. Jordan, what do you think? Oh, it's got to be his uh, grinding of the pole every time he scores a goal. That is sexy. That is sexy. Story, mate, what do you think? Uh, five goals in the grand final. Can't go past that. One of the greatest moments in Vuck history. All right, we're going to wrap it up here from Emory Park. This has been FBS Express. We will be back throughout the off-season with some, some news and whatever what happens. We'll be back through the round of 16. But for now, it's me, Jason, and Buds. Mon the Vuck. Mon the Vuck, goodbye.